We all want to be happier, but how do we get there? First, we start by realizing happiness is not a destination. Being happy consists of micro action steps every single day. I'm your host, Brittany King, and I'm here to guide you along the way. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Positively Real podcast. I am your host and coach, Brittany King, and how are we doing? You know, I had a different episode planned for today, but I decided to pivot because I love sprinkling in some mama episodes because if you've been listening to my show for a while, you've been a part of my journey from the miscarriage to getting pregnant again, to the birth, to this transition into motherhood. And I know that I have some mama listeners and mama-to-be listeners, so I want to give you an update of where I'm at. I'm officially six months postpartum, and it's very much aligned with September. Now, September is a very special month for me because it's my birthday month, but it also signifies a changing of seasons. And it's that transition period between summer and fall, but getting us ready for the last quarter of the year. And there's just something so amazing about this month of a true seasonal transition. And it very much aligns up to my life and the season that I'm shifting into. You know, this transition into motherhood rocked my world in the best way possible. And, you know, it's often said that when a baby is born, a mother is born. I mean, basically, we are thrusted into a new experience, a new identity, a new way of being. And it's honestly impossible to prepare for. The best piece of advice I got was to not just focus on birth, but to plan for what happens after. And I did that. I prepared. I learned about postpartum. I learned about matrescence. I really dove into that work. But nothing could have prepared me more than the experience that I've had. You know, I value adventure so much. And so I view motherhood as a brand new adventure. There are so many crazy experiences that I didn't know were on this other side of motherhood. And there's been a lot of learnings, mistakes, and best of all, celebrations. And I wanted to do this episode because, you know, we talk a lot about baby milestones, right? It's like, are they sleeping through the night? Are they crawling yet? Are they um, eating solids, you know, people are always asking about milestones. Well, and I, I love talking about milestones. I love seeing how quickly these little humans grow, how much life they live in such a short period of time. It's truly mind blowing. And I love watching how the repetition of these skills just develop so quickly. And there's just like, there's so much that I've learned by just watching Ellie grow in these past six months. One of the biggest things is just the power of repetition and like focusing on one thing at a time. I remember when she started rolling over, which has been recent in the past month. And at first she did it and it freaked her out. And then she did it again and she got used to it. And then she just kept doing it and doing it and practicing the skill. And it just reminded me of that power of repetition and how 
we forget that as adults, that we just need to do things repeatedly in order to develop the skill. We want to get there faster by not repeating it. We want to find a shortcut, but really it comes down to the repetition. The other thing that I've learned through Baby Milestones is they kind of focus on one developing thing at a time. It's not like they're rolling over and crawling and doing all these things at once. They develop one skill developmentally and they practice it and then all of a sudden another one and they kind of build on each other. And it's just such a beautiful reminder that just because we're adults, like we forget that we were babies at once and that's how we developed our skills. And so I'm really trying to emulate that in my life and my business to just focus on one thing at a time and tap into the power of repetition until it becomes almost automatic till I move on to the next skill. It's been so fun because I have got to watch Ellie start solids and solids has been amazing. And it's been another beautiful metaphor about messy beginnings because all that starting solids is, you know, the baby led weaning is just a mess and it's a beautiful mess. And it's so much fun watching her try things for the first time and spread stuff all over her plate and her face. And it's just everywhere is amazing. And I just keeps reminding me of messy beginnings, messy beginnings. Like that is the message is just to enjoy the mess. And there's so much joy in the mess. And these metaphors are all aligned with the season of life that I'm in, in this transition in my life and my business. Now, just like with our babies, you know, not all motherhood milestones are happy ones. And that's what I really wanted to focus on in this episode is we get so focused on our baby's milestones that we forget that there are mother milestones that are just as important to celebrate. And I'm talking the good and the bad, just like baby milestones, like teething, probably not an enjoyable process for a baby. That's why we don't remember it, but it's a necessary one. And that is the same thing as we transition into motherhood. And so this episode, I want to celebrate Mama Milestones with you because whether or not you have a child, it's important that you celebrate your milestones in whatever season of life that you're in. So these are some of the milestones that that I found important to celebrate in these past six months. So the first one is when you leave the hospital with your baby. I mean, it was, I mean, such a whirlwind in general, like no sleep, but then also they're just like, okay, all the documents been signed. They take you to your car and they're just like, okay, bye. You've never driven with a baby in your car before. You're like looking at them. Like, are you sure you want to let me go with this baby? Like, are you not going to come with me after you've just been taking care of us for the past 24 hours? That was a huge milestone. And I will say that motherhood and just becoming a parent in general is a massive leap of faith. It is the biggest test in self-trust. You can read all the books and get all the gear, but nothing prepares you for it other than the experience of just doing it. You know, it is one of the biggest unknowns I've ever experienced. And I will say that it's one of the most courageous adventures that I've ever embarked on. And it's been wild. And that's just kind of how it's been ever since. Everything we do, everything that is for the first time is always so uncomfortable. There is so much uncertainty. So like I'm leading off of 
jumping off of what I said about motherhood being the ultimate test of self-trust. Another milestone is when you take your baby or when I took Ellie out for the first time by myself. That was, I just, I didn't know what I needed. I gave myself plenty of time to get where I needed to go because you better believe homegirl was going to drive super slow. I mean, it's just so crazy. It's like you literally have to be so present with yourself and not let your mind water and not get overwhelmed by the emotion that can come up and the fear and the anxieties. Uh, It is crazy. And I know each time I did it, I got more comfortable, but the first time was a huge milestone that it is so important to celebrate. I mean, even each time I would go out, I would like not have something in my diaper bag, like a change of clothes. If she pooped and it got on her onesie the next time, you better believe that I had an extra pair of clothes, wet wipes, diaper bag. Like literally every time I went out, I learned something. And I feel like that is always worth celebrating. Another huge milestone is the first time that I made it through something scary. I remember it was like day three of Ellie being home and like milk came out of her nose and I thought she was choking on it and I was freaking out. I was so afraid and I broke down. And mind you, hormones were for out of control. I'm just, I'm a couple days postpartum. So that is another layer on top of all of the um, first times. And I just remember Brian saying, you got to stay calm. If you stay calm, she'll stay calm. She feeds off your energy. And I was like, oh my gosh, I needed that reminder. I took a couple deep breaths and that helped me clear my mind and get creative and reminded myself of, I actually have what I need to help clear her nasal passage. It was terrifying, but that moment of terror and the reminder to stay calm and processing it helped me go into mama mode and find the solution. But the first time you make it through anything scary is a huge milestone. Remember, we got into bed that night and Brian said, this is going to be the first of many. But I was just so grateful to have him by my side. Another huge milestone is when your baby outgrows a piece of clothing. This is so bittersweet because at one hand, it's like, oh, they're no longer this tiny little sweet peanut newborn that lays on your chest in a froggy position. And on the other hand, it's the first real sign that your baby is growing and that you as a mama are doing an amazing job of feeding your baby, especially with breastfeeding. It was always kind of like, I'm like, is she getting enough? I mean, she was sleeping and she wasn't fussy. So I figured, but when she officially grew out of all of her newborn onesies, I knew that we were on the right track. Um, the other, my favorite milestone is when she actually smiles at me for the first time and lights up when she sees me instead of just a reflexive smile, which, you know, I know that we had a bond right away, but it definitely is such an amazing milestone. And she lit up when she saw me, I walked in from running an errand and that smile just melted my heart in a puddle on the floor. It is makes every challenge, every hardship worth it when you see that little gummy smile. The other part to that part two is when she laughs for the first time, like just a big old belly laugh. And 
I have it on video and it was, I watch it all the time and we're just sitting there and just talking complete gibberish to each other. And she is giggling and giggling and giggling. And that was such an amazing milestone for both of us. Um, another very big milestone, and this was my intention was self-care and putting myself first. And this was huge because those first two months, I mean, really my sole purpose was to feed and nurture and love and take care of this little human. And what I did during that time to put myself first was to give myself permission to surrender all of the things that I used to do. So I didn't do laundry. I didn't go on walks. I didn't work out. I just allowed myself to lay and be okay with quote unquote, not doing anything. I was doing the most important thing, which is taking care of my baby and myself, but learning how to prioritize myself during that time really set me up for the past, well, let's see, four months since those first two months. I make my working out a priority. I make eating nourishing food a priority. I make my meditations a priority. And I've learned that the guilt that I'd feel if I went to a workout or went to get my nails done and left baby with dad or um, grandma um, before we had our nanny, I would learn that that is just a normal primitive thing that our brains do. Why? Because it takes us away. Anything that takes us away from our baby is a perceived threat primitively. So our brain is sending all these signals of alert. This is a bad thing. You shouldn't be away. Like these are all the bad things that could happen that sends a signal to your body that creates this guilty feeling that you shouldn't be doing these things. But the truth is once you recognize what that's trying to tell you and you realize that everything is okay, that your baby is in good hands, that, people, that, that someone is there taking care of her and understanding and walking myself through why it's important to prioritize myself, that was a game changer. I found that it's super easy to judge ourselves, especially when we choose ourselves, but prioritizing yourself and I've learned this, is the best gift that I could give myself and baby girl. Because when I'm thriving, she thrives. I see it. I know when I'm not in a good headspace or I'm anxious or I'm frustrated or stressed out, she reflects that back to me. But when I'm having fun and I feel good and I'm in a flow, she reflects that back to me. And it's this vibration between us. It's this frequency between us that I can see how, how I take care of myself directly impacts her. So that was a huge celebration and I've been carrying that on. I did that throughout the summer. I'm continuing to do it. I have a great routine and great, great flow now and it feels so good for both of us. I, um, I know I would tell her like she, you know, I know she understands me while she can't talk back yet. If she was hungry and I hadn't eaten yet, I would make sure I would eat first because I can't truly feed her or give her the energy that I need in order to, unless I eat. So I would say, baby girl, mama eats and then baby eats. Why? Because if mama doesn't eat, baby can't eat. I'm not giving myself the sustenance to provide the food for her. So then the, the last milestone that I want to share with you is a recent one. And this was 
wild. And this is two parts because I've I've been building up to this. So like the first milestone is like going out for a night without baby um, and knowing that she was fine and at home and working through the separation anxiety. And that was at like one month. And then the next milestone was going back to work. And that was with the retreat that I hosted um, with my partner, Priscilla. So that was another huge milestone was like going away for a weekend. Granted, I came back each night, but I was gone for long periods of time. So that was a huge milestone and a huge learning. And again, this was like building up to the most recent milestone, which is taking a trip away from baby girl. So the first one was a 24-hour trip to Palm Springs for a girlfriend's bachelorette. Um, That was a good indicator that I was ready for the next step, which was a whole weekend away, Thursday to Sunday. And there were so many times where I could talk myself out of it that I was like, this is a bad idea. And my brain wanted, I was flooded with all of the negative thoughts, all of the scary, intrusive, what ifs, worst case scenarios. Now, without the mindset tools that I practice daily, it's very easy to attach to them and it ends up being paralyzing. So I, I don't move forward, that I don't go on the trip. And there were moments that I was feeling guilty for going, that I was feeling regretful that I was playing out all of these terrible things that I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't go. Maybe that is, you know, intuition. But I've learned that intuition is not that loud. Intuition is quiet. Intuition was the voice that said, hey, Brit, everything's going to be okay. So the way that we worked ourselves up to this milestone is we hired an amazing nanny. She's been with us for a couple months and is working part-time while I'm working. And Ellie's been getting to know her. And this was the perfect opportunity at six months for us to go away for the weekend and really see how that distance, that separation went. And it honestly went amazing, better than I could have ever imagined. One, I wasn't anxious or stressed. I was able to be present and have fun with my friends and my husband. And two, it was so good for Ellie to be in our nanny's care the whole entire weekend because she was able to bond with her in a way that she doesn't always get to because Evie's only with us part-time, our nanny. So this was so amazing because the day that we left, I thought I was going to be a hysterical mess crying. And of course I felt the emotions. I felt sad and I could feel the the tears coming up. I just honored them because of course I'm going to feel sad. This is a part of being a human and this is a part of being a mom. Now I have an anxious attachment style and that's something that I'm very aware of. And I want to make sure I don't pass on this anxious attachment style to Ellie. So I recognized the anxiety that I was feeling. And instead of pushing it away, I honored it. I acknowledged it and I loved on it. I said, of course you feel this way. I completely understand. And I was able to meet the intrusive thoughts and the negative emotion that it was feeling creating with love and compassion, the worry that came up instead of pushing it down or pushing it away or ignoring it, I honored it. I answered it. I asked myself, Hey, is there anything like, is this actually true? Do you know this is going to happen? 
all those what ifs I had a rebuttal for. And it really helped diffuse the negative emotion and reaction that it was creating in my body because what it was making me want to do was not go because I was letting fear overcome me. But by meeting myself where it's at, by having that loving, compassionate curiosity, I was able to understand, of course, I feel this way. This isn't a natural thing to be away from a six-month-old baby. Primitively, that's not what we're designed to do. Back in the day, that's not how it went down. But now that we live in modern times and we created a village, which is what Brian and I have done by finding an amazing nanny, we're able to still do the things that we want to do and have those trips. Now, not only was this trip so important to have that healthy separation, right, so we can cultivate an attach a healthy can, attachment style, but also for Brian and I, like we had an amazing summer with Ellie and we did get to go on dates while we were in um, California and in Telluride. And we were lucky enough to have family members and friends and we were able to hire a nanny so we could go out and take a date, date night, um, throughout our summer. So that was really wonderful. But there was something about going on this trip together, going to a concert together without having to consider all of the things about getting home at a certain time to relieve the nanny or even just like breast pumping uh, or breath. Yeah. <laughs> even just um, pumping. Yeah. Breast pumping. That's what it is because I've never done that before. I don't pump regularly because I'm still breastfeeding. So this was just a whole experience to just be like, okay, we are going to go. Baby is taken care of and we are going to allow ourselves to have so much fun. And we truly did. We had the best time. It was so necessary on so many levels. And I think that has been so far one of the biggest milestones was taking our first trip um, without baby girl. Now, I will say it is so much better when we're all together and we are going to travel and continue to travel with our sweet angel, Ellie girl. But it is so important to make that time for us as a partnership, as a couple, and just being in that setting, just the two of us, you know, gives us the opportunity to continue to fall in love with each other and have those experiences. And I'm really grateful for that. And it wouldn't have been possible without knowing that our girl was in the best hands. And one of my good friends told me that that was great advice was like the key to your first trip away and any trip after that is trusting the person that is taking care of your babe. And because we are lucky and fortunate enough to have a nanny that is with us part-time and knows her schedule and is a part of our village and understands, you know, where we're at, we were able to do that. And I'm so grateful. So, so grateful. So if you're listening to this episode and you're a new mama or you're planning on becoming a parent, I will say that these milestones are going to continue to develop and grow, but just make sure that you celebrate milestones on your journey. Now they could be similar, they might be different, but I do think that it is so important to honor and celebrate these the challenging milestones and also the most wonderful, joyful milestones as well. 
the the last milestone of going on our first trip was both. It was a challenging milestone and it created so much joy. And I'm just so grateful that I can understand my thoughts in a way that aren't that don't take control over me and that I can honor and meet myself where I'm at. And I hope the same for you. That's what this work that I'm teaching is all about. It's not about blindly doing things with just a positive attitude and hoping that everything works out. It's always about honoring how you're feeling, honoring the thoughts that are coming into your mind and allowing yourself to be present with them without attaching any meaning to it. And I think that that practice truly helped me this past weekend. And I hope that you are inspired to develop your own practice where you don't attach meaning to your thoughts. And especially if you're a new mama, postpartum, (laughs) there is a whole whirlwind of thoughts that like to infiltrate our minds. And most of them are negative because all that they're trying to do is protect us and the baby. That is the sole purpose of these types of thoughts. It is completely up to us to what we make them mean. And that's going to determine how we experience our life. And it's never been more important in my life than now. So that is my update for you. Those are the mama milestones that I wanted to share with you today. I want to know any milestones that you might be celebrating. And maybe it's not in motherhood. Maybe it's just a milestone in your life. Maybe it's a milestone in the season that you're at. I would love to know. So if you enjoyed this episode, share on your Instagram and tag me and share your milestone that you're celebrating. You hear me talk about this a lot, but celebrations are one of the most important things that we can do for ourselves and in our business and just life in general. You know, if we're not stopping to celebrate the lessons and the celebrations, then what's the point? We don't get to learn anything if we don't pause and look at how far we've come. So just doing a mini reflective process like this or when the milestones come up to pause and give yourself a little love of a celebration is so, so, so important. So let me know what milestone you're celebrating and I hope that you have the most wonderful day. So remember to love yourself, own your happiness and let your light shine because you are so worthy of it, my friend. Until next time, I have a quick announcement for you. I have been working on a super top secret project and I'm not ready to announce it quite yet, but I do want to know if you are a coach that listens to the show or a service provider or someone that has started a side hustle and wants to make it a full-time hustle. Um, I got you. I'm working on something for you. So if you want to be the first to know, make sure you sign up for the announcement because it's coming out very, 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 very soon. If you haven't joined my Facebook group, I have renamed it. It is now called the Activator 
lounge. And what that means is we turn ideas into action. That is what I love doing. And I want to help you do that. So if you haven't joined the Facebook group, make sure you head on over there. I will be doing trainings. I will be answering questions in there, and I'm looking forward to growing this community. And I would love to have you be a part of it. So All of this information is in the show notes. If you have any questions, you know the drill. Send me a message and I hope to see you very soon.